right, all right. Good morning, good morning. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Start my timer. Well, I hope you've all had a great Christmas, an awesome Christmas, um, spending with your family. Um, but today we're going to get into the Word. We're going to be in uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. If some of you have your Bibles, if not, you can look for them on the screen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this day, Father, the day that you have made. Father, I I just thank you for your word. Thank you, Father. I I know today we've been really praying for hearts, Father, that that hearts would be uh, just accepting of your work today, Father. My heart and, and all of our hearts here, Father, that you would just soften our hearts to hear your word, Father. We thank you that your word has the power to transform our lives, and we pray that it would just do that today, Father, that we know that it would not return back to you empty, Father. So I thank you that uh, that you would, I just pray that you would speak through uh, me today, Father, and just uh, help um, ears to understand, Father, and so that we can just leave uh, never the same. Father, we love you, and we praise you, and we thank you that you are in this place right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So we're going to read again. Chapter uh, Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. Let's read. To some who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other people robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man rather than the other went home justified before God. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen? Sorry, need my wife to get me some water. I'm sorry, guys. There we go. Thank you. Amen, amen. All right, so this is a good, this is a, 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 a very short um, parable, right? But I, I really, I really feel that this, this speaks a lot to us today. Um, it's, it's very simple today, so, but, but tune in, tune in. Um, but it speaks a lot to us today. I feel, I feel like Jesus is trying to tell us um, something. So when we look through 9 through 14, we, 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 uh, we first stop at 9 and, and, um, and we see who Jesus is talking to. He says, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down to everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Now, in the parable, you see him talking about a Pharisee and a tax collector. And sometimes we might be like, okay, I'm not a Pharisee or I'm not a tax collector. So what, what we want to do is, you know, what we want to do sometimes is like, okay, this doesn't apply to me. Or, you know, what we, what we read, this doesn't apply to me. But, hey, stay tuned because... I'm telling you, everything we're talking about today applies to everyone in this room. And for us to think um, differently would be very ironic. And you'll see what I'm talking about here shortly. But in verse 9, we see exactly who, 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 is, who, um, 
who Jesus is talking about. And it's not necessarily the Pharisees. Now, he might have been talking about certain Pharisees, but right here in verse 9, we see exactly who Jesus is talking about here. When he, ta- when he gives this, paris- this, uh, this parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector, he's talking to those, to, he says, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. And my question is, are we some, have we ever been in a position where we're in our life where we have been, we have been this, this right here, these people, right? Have we been those, those people who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else? Have we ever in our lives been in a situation where we are confident in our, in our own righteousness and looking down on everyone else? And that's a big question, you know, you know but I, I believe it doesn't matter if you're in this instance a Pharisee or a tax collector, you could be, you, you could have this mindset either of the Pharisee or the, or the tax collector in life. And I feel like we all have, 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 um, have done that. We've all been in that position. But we see here, we see here um, that there's a comparison game uh, going on here in verse, in verse 10. So we know who Jesus is talking to. So some of us he's even talking to. And we see uh, two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. In verse 11 it says, the Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. And we see in this, in this verse that, that the Pharisee is, 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 is um, standing over here uh, by himself, and, and he is looking over there, or, or, or he is thinking of this, of this, of, of this tax collector and, and saying, you know, I, I'm thankful that I'm not like all these people around me who are evildoers, um, robbers, who, 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 who get in, involved in all this wickedness around me. I'm, I'm so grateful, and it seems almost like it's a, you know, it's a prayer, so how bad can it be? He's praying. But, 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 but we see that he is, uh, we see that he is, he's elevating himself up. He's exalting himself, and he's saying, Oh, look, look, God, I'm, I'm, in, in his prayer, he said, God, I'm thankful that I'm not like these other people who are doing all this. So he's pointing to everyone else's sins. He's pointing to their sins, and, he, and he's looking down. And, and in verse 12, he says, after he um, looks, points out this uh, other people's sin and what they have done, um, as to elevate himself up, we see in verse 10, he not only does that, but he says, I fast twice a week, and I give a tenth of all I give, so, uh, and all that, that I get. So we see here, that he not only points to other people, but he's also, he's also stacking up all this list of things that he's done, right? As to, as to um, he's, he's confident in his, own right, in, in his own righteousness, as if his deeds were what, what made him righteous. And I, and I look at it, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, have, we, have, we ever, have we ever struggled with that before in our lives? I know I have. And some of us may not think we've str- struggled with that before, but I believe we all have. And, 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 and a lot of you, if, if we're on, 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 on social media, we see it a lot, of course. That's the big thing we're always talking about that because we know that's, it can be used for good but also bad. And we see that can happen on social media, but, but also just through, have we ever, and, and you know what? We can, be, we can have the mindset of the Pharisee who looks down on one another, yet, yet be in the position of a tax collector. Or vice versa, and sometimes, some like like for example, we can we can be uh, we can we can have gotten uh, went to 
our school and, and got a doctor's degree and, and we're a doctor now and, and look down on everyone else, but we just as easily could, could, could do something else and, and look down on people just because they're, they're, they're a doctor and, and we're looking at down on them because of their position. So have we ever been in a position in life where we're looking down at someone because of their title or because of their position in life or uh, just because of what they've done or maybe their sins? Um, as to lift ourselves up and say, hey, we're better. Or maybe we look down on people because um, this might step on some toes, but because of the political views, because of who they voted on this year, we could look down on people because of that. Because of their job title, we could look down on people because of those things and say, you know what, my job is better than yours. I'm, 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 I'm so glad I have my job and, and not your job because I'm so much of, of a better, you know, and then a lot of times we look down on those because we just, you know, I go to church all the time. I, I tithe all the time. I, I go to all my small groups, and, and I'm well-known in the church. So, or, or I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher, and I preach the word all the time. So I have to be made. This, this, this has to make me righteous before God. And I feel like we do that. Don't we do that sometimes? I feel like we do that. Maybe we're not so aware of it, but we do. And, and I feel like God is calling, trying to call our attention and, and saying, listen, no, it is those who are humble that God, that God exalts. Those who humble themselves will be exalted. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, we see that, that, that Jesus says here. All right? So we know we can be looked down on for all different types of reasons, and sometimes we do that. Um, but we see it's a heart condition. We see here with, with, with these two with these two positions, we see the Pharisee and we see the tax collector. We see that it's 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 more it's more or less it's the heart condition, um, not necessarily their title as the Pharisee or the tax collector. Because we see again in verse nine, it says to those who to some who are confident in their own righteousness and look down on everyone else, um, Jesus told this parable. So this could have been told. This could have been for even I believe some of the disciples. I believe this is this is for really anyone who has breath. Because we all have struggled with this before. All right, so we saw that the first thing he did was, was um, we see, let me go back to my verse. We see the first thing that he did was point at other people's, um, other people's sins, right? We're looking at others, and I, I have, you know, have we ever done that? Have we ever said, you know, I'm, I'm grateful I'm not like this person, or grateful I'm not like that person over there, because they're involved in all the sin. Have we seen somebody on social media say, look at all the wickedness they're doing, I'm grateful I'm not like that. But, but we're putting ourselves up, and then, and then we, we go back in, in, in verse 12, and, and, we, and we list all the things that we have done, or we at least think of those things, and we stand as, we're, as if we're standing firm on those things. But that won't last. That won't last. And we point to our good deeds. And so that's what the Pharisee did. He, he says, look what I did. You know, look what I do. Um, but you know, what he, you know what I noticed that he did? Or what I noticed what he didn't do in verse um, in, in, in the 11 through 12, what he didn't do. What the Pharisee did not do is he didn't list anything that was bad. He didn't list any of his sins, did he? The Pharisee didn't list his sins. So sometimes I feel like in our lives we can, we can, we can have come to this, uh, you know, we start this journey in our faith, like uh, we start this journey in our faith knowing that it was, it was by uh, grace that we, that we started, right? Um, and, and, and that, our, that we were forgiven and made righteous before God, but then we get to this, we continue on in our journey when we become almost like too good for grace now. It's like, it's like we start depending on our works now, and, and, and um, I feel like that, that, that might, that might um, be where the Pharisee mind per individual is, is kind of, uh, was, is, was kind of headed, 
right? But what he does is he conveniently avoids the sin. And, and I, what I would, I would think, if, if we did not avoid, if we just remembered, if, the, if this Pharisee would just remember the sins that he, that he had to be forgiven of, the sins that he committed, that he needed, um, he needed a perfect lamb to be the, the sacrifice of his sins, if he just remembered then that gap that the gap that we place between us and some other and somebody that we think are more wicked than us that gap would close in real fast and real strong it will close in if we considered our own sin and so no matter and so this is this isn't about this isn't this isn't really about your title or or the works that you've done or, or the positions that you hold or the degrees that you've gotten this isn't about those things it's not about that at all. This is, this is about something, something bigger, right? We are all in need of the mercy of God because we have all sinned, right? And, and, so, and so, but right here we see that he conveniently avoided, this, uh, he conven- conveniently avoided uh, his, his own sins as to lift himself higher than those he thought were more wicked than himself, okay? All right. Verse 13, we're going to go and speak about the, um, the tax collector. It says, but the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This tax collector, I just, I just wonder what was on his mind? What was on his, what was, um, what was he carrying? He must have had all this this shame or this guilt or this, this, this heavy uh, this weight of sin on his shoulders because we see his actions here. We see first his actions. And it says, but the tax collector stood at a distance. Now, we, we know that the Pharisee stood by himself alone. He's, he's set apart from all these other people. The wicked are over there. He's right here alone. But we see right here the tax collector stood at a distance. He stood at a distance. Didn't even come near. He said he would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And so we, we know that this, this tax collector, he knows he's a sinner. And the Pharisee, obviously, we see knows he's a sinner too, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't say how wicked this man or, or this ta- even this tax collector. I'm grateful I'm not like this wicked man over here. But he knows he's a sinner. So he's coming He's coming to the, the, the presence of God with this weight of sin, this, 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 this overbearing weight of sin, right? Um, he knows he's a sinner. The Pharisee knows people all around probably know he's a sinner. But what he does, I mean, I mean listen, you can, you can put these two people side by side, and the world may say, oh, this is the righteous man, and, 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 and this is a sinner right here. But, you know, when, when God saw them come together and, and when God sees them and, and they came in, 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 in before God and, and, and prayed to God, God saw the heart, not the positions or the titles or, 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 or the status or the reputation. God saw the heart. And, and, and what happened? What happened to this when, when the sinner came? Have we ever been in a position in our life where we were like this tax collector? We, we felt the shame of our sin. We felt the guilt of our, of our sin. We felt the conviction of our sin, and we came and we knelt before God in his presence, and we just asked God for his mercy. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Have we ever been in that position before? I know I have. 
have we ever, because we knew in that moment that there was nothing that was going to save us because we looked at our sin and we said, look, how deep I am in sin. I can't do anything about this. I'm just like this, this, this task, like this sinner. God, I need your mercy. And that's the only thing I need. I can't, I, I can't, I can't do this. I can't be made right except that I have your, except if you give me, if you have mercy on me. And I know that we've been in a position like that. And, and so I feel like we really can identify with either one of these at different positions, at different situations in our lives, at different moments in our lives. We can identify with the Pharisees sometimes and the tax collector. But what happens, I feel, is that we start our lives off like the tax collector. We, 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 we start off like our walk with, with, with Christ like the tax collector where we come, we have the mindset of the tax collector. And we come before God with humility. And we know that we are sinners. And we know that we are in need of the grace of God, of the mercy of God. We know we are in need of the Lamb of God to save us from our sins. And we go before him and we don't depend on anything else but the Lamb of God. We don't depend on anything else but his grace and his, on his mercy. We've been in that position. But I feel like sometimes, sometimes, like Paul says in Galatians, some. Sometimes we get to, we're running this good race. Sometimes we're running this good race and, and we forget that, that all we need is, 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 is God's mercy and God's grace. We, 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 start to, we start to think that we can become justified because of our works instead of, of his grace and of his, and of his mercy. So we start getting a high, uh, you know, getting a chip on our shoulders saying, you know, I've started this great uh, walk with, with, with God, and, and, you know, I'm all fresh, and I'm all cleaned up, you know. I got my, my, suit, and my, my suit and my tie up. I got my nice smile going on. I, I got my little, you know, my, my little walk going on, and, and I feel fresh, and I feel great because I've been redeemed, and, I've been, and that's great. That's great. I've been redeemed, and, I've, and, I've been, and, and I'm free, and now I'm dancing, and, and, and sometimes we get to that point, but then we are, 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 and then, you know, because of the grace of God, we, our, our actions start changing, and we start changing. That's great, and that's awesome, and that's wonderful. But then I feel like sometimes we have the temptation to start depending on, instead of the grace of God, which is changing our actions, we start depending on just the actions themselves, and, 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 and we ditch the, the grace of God. We, we ditch the, the, the mercy. And, and I wonder if the Pharisee knew this, though. I wonder if the Pharisee-minded people knew this. I wonder if we always know this, if we know, if we're aware of the fact that we have left grace to be justified by our works. I wonder if sometimes we're blind of that. But today, this is a wake-up call today. Today's a wake-up call. If we are, right, the word of God is going to renew our minds here. All right, so we've seen the tax collector and we beat his chest, but um, we, we see him crying out for mercy. And what happens here? What happens? Well, well, well Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is speaking to us again, um, to those who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down to everyone else. And then he says the Pharisee did this, and then the, the tax collector did this. The, the Pharisee uh, had his faith, and, and, um, and it was kind of, uh, he had he had his own self righteousness going on for them, and and then the, and then uh, the tax collector he humbled himself and and believed and, and, and trusted in nothing but uh, but God to justify him. Asked for God's mercy, and we see who went home justified. Who went home justified? Well, we see who went home justified. Let's look here in verse fourteen. Jesus says, 
I tell you that this man, the tax collector, I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So the one who went home justified was not the one who had the great reputation of just being this wonderful person in the church doing all these wonderful things, although that's awesome and that's great. But it was the one who depended on nothing else but the mercy of God to save him. He depended on nothing else. So, so what is it saying here? What, what, this is saying no matter where we are, no, no matter where we are in a walk with, with God, no matter what status we've achieved or, or title we've accomplished, no matter where we are in life with God, no matter where we are, we're always dependent on the mercy of God each and every day to save our souls. We are dependent on God alone. We can't leave grace. We can't leave mercy. We can't stand on anything less than Jesus Christ. We can't stand on anything else and anything less. So my question today, now that we know and we remember that Jesus, God is the only one who justifies. We can't depend on anything else. He's the only one to justify. Now that we know that, what, what will we do? What will we do? I have a, um, a quick, a quick analogy as a wrap up, and um, I don't know if, 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 if some of you have ever seen a wrestler's a wrestling match. Who's seen a wrestling match before? Raise your hand if you've seen a wrestling match. Okay, and some of you might be talking about WWE, you know, SmackDown wrestling or whatever. Um, you know, although we SmackDown, I'm talking about real wrestling here. Okay, real wrestling. All right, and so. Um, I was a wrestler in high school, so I, I saw a lot of, of matches go on. I, I've seen a lot of matches um, uh, uh, go on, and, and one thing I've noticed sometimes happens, it, it just blows your mind. It, blows, it just blows your mind. So some, sometimes this, this is what happens. So you have um, wrestler A and wrestler B, and they're going at it, right? And you have a few periods, right? Um, it's not quarters like football, but it's periods. You have, you have a certain amount of time. It can be uh, two minutes usually, all right? And so you're in the third period, and these guys have been going at it. But wrestler A has been up for, he's up by 14 points. Now, if he gets up by 15 points, he wins, right? Or if he pins the person, right? So you see, you have this wrestler A who has been just, just I mean, he's just been whooping on this other guy for, for, for you know, the whole length of the, of the match. And we all know in the state, and we know who's going to win. It's obvious this guy is way better. Like, look at the points. He's 14 points up. High, like he's 14 points ahead. Obviously, there's only like five seconds left. Obviously, we know who's gonna win this match. But then you see, then you see, wrestler B, wrestler B does something special. Wrestler B is thinking of this of this uh, headlock. Now, headlocks are are you know I, I didn't like it too much, but but they were but they're pretty awesome though. All right. So what you can do, don't matter how don't matter how much behind you were. Imagine wrestler B. I'm not sure if you've ever seen a, a headlock before, but he gets his arm. He, he, you know, he. I'm not gonna get because you know I got. But anyway, he gets his arms and throws that thing across and latches on with that good grip and throws those hips and bang. Wrestler B did this. So now the one who's winning is on the ground and his back is exposed to the ground. And that's bad. He's starting to get those points. But you know what? That's not gonna be enough points to win the to win the match. You know, he might get three points for that, five points total for that, but he's, st he, he's still down by, what, ten points, nine points? 
He's still down. There's no way he's going to win this. Three seconds left. Wrestler A, his back is on the ground. And you know the referee does it. One second left, blows that whistle and smacks the ground. Wrestler A has been pinned. And, 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 and this is, and I hope you were able to catch on with me, right? Uh, follow along with me. But you had this guy who was going to lose the whole, it, it was obvious he was going to lose. But, he, but, he, but instead he won. He pulled out that, that headlock at the very end of the match and he won and he pinned his opponent, right? And so what, what didn't count anymore? Well, if you pin the, your opponent, then the points don't matter anymore. The points don't matter. It's done with. It doesn't matter anymore. The points are great. My, my coach always wants us to get points. He says, you, get your point, you rack your points up, then you pin them. That's what he tells me to do. Right? But the, point, the points are great, but the points don't matter anymore if the other guy pins you. And, and I love that analogy because I feel like, again, just to, just to hit this one home, sometimes, sometimes we, we depend on, the, on our points. We, we, we rack up points as if this is a point game. Now, points are great. Doing works, doing works and good deeds are great and going to church every, every Sunday. And, yeah, we want you to be here and hear the word and, 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 you know, reading your Bible every day and all, and all the good Christian things that we can do and having the good titles and, and being a pastor or, 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 or whatever. All these things are, are great, but all these points won't get us anywhere. The points that matter, what really matters is that, is that we pin our opponent. And you know what? We couldn't do that. Only Jesus could do that for us. What matters is that our opponent is pinned. All right? What matters is that we receive the mercy of God. And our sins, the big bully of sin, is he's, he's pinned. He's no longer a problem. He's done with. It's over with. All right? Let Jesus smack him down for you. Bang! You know? Um, I like that. I like that because Jesus takes care of it for us, you know? Um, but, but today, I just, I wonder... What would happen if we went home justified today like this tax collector? Now, don't worry about your position or your title or where you are in life or how far along you are or how, if you're just new to faith or if you haven't accepted it yet, maybe today you will. But what if we went home justified today? Because just like the Pharisee, we, even though we may look good and have a good reputation, and other people might think we look good and have a good reputation, we, we all have sin. The Pharisee and tax collector are closer, are, 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 the Pharisee and the tax collector are, are much closer and alike than, they, than, than they, may, they may realize. And so, but what if we went home justified today? The joy, the freedom, the love. We wouldn't no longer go uh, we, we would no longer have to compare ourselves with one another and, 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 and put our works above the other and say, hey, look, look, look at me, I'm, I'm much uh, holier than you are. If we went home justified today, the, 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 imagine the shame and the guilt that actually, that actually would, 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 would get off of our backs. Imagine the freedom. Imagine the relationships in our lives that would be so much different, the relationship with our spouses and with our, with our children and, and, the, and the relationships with, the, with our neighbors and, and everyone. We, w- we, wouldn't, we, we wouldn't go along, uh, we wouldn't live this life uh, just looking down on anyone else, but, but, but we'd love one another. And when we see someone who's, who's been involved in a lot of sin, we say, hey, listen, me too, me too, but, but listen, the mercy of God. 
But listen, the mercy of God. And we get to preach the good news and we get to share the love of Christ. And we just imagine the, the difference that would happen in our life, that would take place in our lives. Imagine that. I think it would be wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, wonderful. So today I ask, and I, well, my challenge is for us, is although we started this, this race with God, uh, this, this, uh, although, we, uh, although we started our lives and, and our, our, our walk with God, depending on the mercy, is to continue on with his mercy. Continue on with his mercy. We need it today. So my challenge is to go to God today, laying down our sins, all of our sins, because we all have them, laying his sins and receiving his mercy, saying, God, I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word today. We know that your word, again, has the power to transform our, to transform our lives, Father. And we know that it will not return back to you empty today, Father. So we pray, Father, that you would transform our, our minds, Father, and our hearts, Father. We pray, that, Father, that we would not go away from here uh, the same, Father, but, but that you would just change us, Father, made into a new creation, Father, and that we would love one another as you have loved us. And we would not look down on one another, Father, but that, that we would be confident, Father, in Jesus Christ, and not in our own works, but in Jesus Christ alone and in the mercy of God alone, Father, and depend on nothing else, Father. We would go home today justified, and, and those around us would know it. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that you are. Amen.